Well, it's a great joy and a privilege to bring the word again this morning. I'm really excited about uh, the word today and hopefully over the next few weeks and maybe into the next month, we're going to be just sharing on the ideas of the name of God or the names of God. This message is entitled, uh, What's in a Name? Um, I'm always interested when I meet someone for the very first time, particularly if they're from you know, another nation. And of course, our church being multicultural, uh, there are plenty of people here who come from uh, different nations. And, uh, and I ask them their name, and their name is clearly not an Anglo-Saxon English style of name. And so my next question is always then, so what does your name mean? Does your name mean something in, in your language? And more often than not, they explain the meaning of their name with great pride. It's come from their family. It's been handed down as a prophetic word uh, over their life. A name given by their family that speaks over their future and uh, what they believe God has for them. You know, I was named after my great-grandfather, David. And uh, I'm really glad about that. David uh, who I'm named after, was an Australian uh, military man. He was in the AAF, uh, the infantry at the, in the Western Front during the First World War. He fought both in France and in Belgium in the trenches, these terrible trenches, this place of death and destruction. You know, I take great pride in carrying his name, and I carry it with honour. You know, he was born in uh, the early last century, and I was born in 1964. He passed away in 1966. And so uh, he knew me. He prayed for me. He would have held me as a child. And um, I carry his name. And I'm very pleased about that. You know, his name to me, when I think of him, and I never got really to know him. Of course, I was only two when he passed away. But the stories about him and um, him being in the military and being in the First World War. But to me, if I was to carry his name, it means courage. His name means sacrifice. You know, his name means faithful. He loved God. He was served God all his life, brought up in a Christian home. His name means a man who loves God. And I think it's a wonderful thing to have a name that speaks over you and it speaks over you prophetically. You know, when you meet someone for the very first time, one of the first things you're going to ask them is, what's your name? Because it's when you know their name, you can start to build a deeper uh, relationship and more meaningful relationship with them. And that starts with knowing their name. So the question I ask this morning is, what's God's name? How does God reveal himself to you and I in his word? Now, it's important that if we want to have a deeper relationship with God, that we want to know his name and how he reveals himself to us. You know, God's name is like a mosaic. A mosaic is a beautiful picture or a beautiful pattern made up of very small individual pieces. On our trips to New Zealand, we've done a couple of trips to New Zealand and there's this beautiful railway station in Dunedin. If you go into Dunedin to the railway station, there's a very old railway station, I think um, built over 150 years ago. But the whole floor of the entrance, as you walk through and out through onto the, the rail line, the whole inside floor is made up of small tiles uh, made from Royal Dalton. Royal Dalton, we know, comes from England. So these tiles were imported from England. They're just tiny tiles, maybe an inch by an inch. And uh, Royal Dalton makes beautiful cups and saucers. They make beautiful uh, china, all those things. But this Royal Dalton came to make the floor 
of the railway station in Dunedin. And as you stand on this floor, these beautiful colours are under your feet. And then what you do is you can walk up the stairs and up into the sides of the, sort of the gallery. It's quite a, it's quite a tall building on the inside. And as you look down, you see an incredible pattern emerge from the small tiles that are put together to make a beautiful pattern. You know, and God has revealed himself with his names. And the more names we know of God and how God reveals himself to us, the more of the wonderful picture we see of who God is and his character and his nature. The more names God reveals, the more we know God. And in Scripture, we find that God reveals himself, um, I've had my research this week, in over 250 ways, in 250 titles, in 250 uh, ways he, 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 he displays his name to his people in both the Old Testament and in the New Testament as well. And my prayer this morning, and over these next few weeks, as we unpack some of these names, that you get a deeper revelation of who God is and how he wants you to know him in a deeper way and have a more fulfilling and life-giving relationship with him. So let's start. Are you ready? We're going to start right now. We're going to start with just one name today. Just one name. Over the next few weeks, we'll probably dish out a few more and, 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 and we'll move forward with this. But I just want to give you one name today that God reveals himself very early on in the scripture, very early on in the book of Genesis. And he reveals himself a number of times in the book of Genesis to Abram. And I want to look at one of those names this morning. And it comes from Genesis chapter 15 and verse 1. Genesis 15 and verse 1. Grab your Bibles, grab your iPhones, grab your iPads, grab your ions, whatever you've got. Open them up and let's check out Genesis chapter 15 verse 1 where God reveals something about his character or his nature. And it says in Genesis 15 1 it says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield and your exceedingly great reward. You know, I want to give you the context of this passage when God reveals this name to Abram. There was a good reason why God revealed this particular name to him. Abram had just returned from a battle in which he had to rescue uh, his nephew Lot and his whole family. Lot and his family were living in Sodom and, uh, and a, an alliance of kings attacked Sodom and took captive the citizens, citizens including Lot and his whole family. And when Abraham heard that this had happened to his nephew Lot, he formed his own military alliance and attacked the enemy. He attacked these kings and, uh, that had taken Lot and his family hostage. And Abraham was victorious with a minimal number of men. He was overwhelmingly, uh, uh, the, the, the odds were overwhelmingly against him, yet he defeated the enemy and he rescued Lot and the family and people were able to return home uh, in safety. So Abraham, Abraham just defeated a much larger enemy from a confederation of kings. So he had reason to be afraid for his security. An attack of retribution uh, uh, was expected. Uh, and and then in, this, in this moment, in this time of Abram's life, that God reveals himself to him in this way. And he reveals himself as a shield. I am your shield. You know what a shield does? A shield protects. And so Abram 
in this season where he's, he, he's waiting for another attack. He's waiting to be taken over by a larger enemy. God is saying to him, Abram, I am your shield. I am your protector. I will cover you. You know, a shield is a defensive weapon. And God is our defender. And God was Abram's defender. He came and displayed himself as the defender of Abram. He says, I am with you. And I'm here to cover you and to protect you. You know, we hear the, uh, we get the word shield out of Ephesians chapter 6, don't we? It's part of the armor of God. And the armor of God, it says here in Ephesians 6 verse 16, it says, above all, taking on the shield of faith. You know, the Bible says that Abraham is in, the, it is in the book of faith in Hebrews. Abraham believed God. Abraham was a man of faith. And, and here we see in Ephesians 6, 16, that we should all, as believers, take on the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench, what? The fiery darts of the wicked one. And this is how God revealed himself to Abram, as a shield, as a protector. A shield covers and protects from the enemy. And I praise God that he is my shield. I praise God that he is my great reward. You know, when Abraham defeated the enemy, he was offered a great reward uh, for his services, for what he had done, and he refused to take that reward. And God came and said, I'm not only your shield, but I'm also your great reward. He wasn't going to leave him, uh, leave him without. He wasn't going to leave him that he'd, he'd, he'd sacrifice for no reason. He was also going to give him a great reward. You see, God had promised Abram that he would be the father of a nation. In Genesis chapter 12, a few chapters before this story. So in a world that was so unstable, where kings and clans were fighting over lands, there were invasions and attacks, they were a common thing, a common thing in his time. God reassures Abram that he would be his shield, his covering, his protection in times of trouble. And I want to declare that over you this morning. That this morning God would be your shield. That God would be your protection. That God would be your covering. I don't know what you're going through today. I don't know what challenges you might be facing today. But Len, can I declare over your life, over your family, over your marriage, over your finances, that God will be your covering, that God would be your protection. God reveals himself as a shield. Now, God often reveals himself in these type of ways. He reveals himself in Psalms like this. Psalm 46 says this. He says, he says I'm your refuge. In Psalm 18.1, he says, he describes uh, as David's strength. In Exodus 17, 15, Moses declares, the Lord is my banner. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 6, uh, he declares, he's the chief cornerstone. And this is the way God reveals his character and his nature to us. And we can trust in him. When God reveals himself as our shield and our reward, or our refuge, or our strength, or our banner, it is a powerful insight into the character and nature of our God. God is more than just God. He's just more than God Almighty. And we're going to be, over these next few weeks, going to unpack the character and nature and the names of God that you can declare over your life. And just as God did with Abram, 
God has made his promises in his word. And the word says that his promises are yes and amen. You know, Lord, you may be facing troubles today. You may be facing trials today. And God reveals himself as he did to Abraham to you as your shield, as your covering, as your protection. And church, we should be excited about that. We should be so glad that God is our shield. That God is the one who will protect and cover you and I. <laughs> Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says this, What shall we say then? If God is for us, who can be against us? You know, I want you to repeat that. I want you to confess that over your life. If God is for us, then who can be against us? I'm sure this is what Abraham was feeling. God speaks to him. He says, I'm your shield and your protector. And he would have, not that this was written, this was written in, in Jesus' days, just after Jesus, in, in, in the book of Romans. But he would have declared this over his life. Like, listen, if God is for me, if God is my shield, if God is my covering, if God is my protector, then who could stand against me? And I want to declare that over your life this morning. That God is your, your, your shield. That he's your protector this morning. You know, that, that shield that we, we, we wear, that, that's, that's allowing God, to, 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 to the shield to protect us from the darts of the enemy that are coming our way. Let me declare that over your world today. Let me declare that over your, um, your family or relationships or your finances today. That God will be your shield and your protector. You know, God reveals himself as we're going to discover in many ways. He reveals himself. But there's one way that he reveals himself that is above every other way. It is a revelation which surpasses all others. It is a name that is above every name. We're going to talk about the names of God or how God reveals himself. But there is one name, church. And if you're listening this morning and you don't know Christ, if you don't know Jesus... There is one name that he reveals about himself that the Bible itself says is the name that is above every name. That is above every name. In Philippians chapter 2 and verse 9, it says, Therefore, God has highly exalted him, that is Jesus, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven, and those of earth, and those under the earth, and that every tongue would confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. That's the word is the Greek word kuros, which means, means supreme authority. That Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. That He is the name above every name. He's revealed Himself in Jesus. The Son of God. The Bible says, who takes away the sins of the earth. God is not just our shield. God is not just your protection. But God has revealed himself in the name Jesus. The name which is above every name. And I pray you know it this morning. My prayer is that you know of all the names we speak about. Of all the names we may go through over the next few weeks. Of all the names that Jesus or something that God declares about himself. That if you forget all those names, you will know this one name. And that's the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. 
the way that God reveals himself to man, to humanity, to you and I. It's the name that takes away the sins of the earth. Jesus, do you know him this morning? Do you know him as your Lord and as your Savior? Have you given your life to him? Have you given your heart to him? Have you become a disciple, a follower of Jesus, the name that is above every name? Because the Bible says that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That is the name that is above every name. And so I pray you know it this morning. I pray you, 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 you receive his name today. And I want to pray with you this morning. I want to pray that as we declare the names of God, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Jireh, these great names we find in Scripture, we, we walk through them, we talk through them, we discover the, 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 the beautiful picture that God shows of himself. That at the end of the day, the only name that really matters right now is the name of Jesus. Let's pray together today. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you've revealed yourself in your word to us. You revealed yourself to Abram. As we've learned today, as a shield, a cover, protector. And Lord, I pray that you would be us, to us that same, that shield, that cover, that protector. I pray, Lord, that whatever situations we may be facing, whatever challenges might be coming our way, the Lord, we will declare, as you declared to Abram, that you would be our shield, that you would protect and cover us in our life. And God, I pray this morning for those that don't know or have never declared the name that is above every name. That is the name of Jesus. I pray this morning that they will declare it in their own hearts. That they would receive Jesus as Lord and as their Savior. And make that a declaration today. Help us to unpack, to get a fresh revelation of who you are and who you declare yourself to be as we read your word and spend time looking at your wonderful name. I ask these things in your precious and mighty name, the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, church, over the next few weeks, we're going to be discovering the names of Jesus. Next week, though, on Sunday, um, we're excited to have Shane Willard sharing with us. I don't think he's going to talk about the names, but we're going to continue that on after Shane. And uh, we always love having Shane. He's uh, sent some messages for us to, to share online. And uh, so we're happily going to do that. So next week, Pastor Shane Willard is going to be sharing uh, for us. And we look forward to that. But other than that, we're in for a great week this week. I know you know there's lots of things happening during the week online. Make sure you check them out. God bless as we go into this new week. Amen.